0: My name is Jeremy Devins, and welcome to the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast, where I talk about Vedic Astrology, the Indian version of astrology that comes from the same source text as yoga, which I teach on the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast and talk about on the new yoga teacher training podcast, right? So I've got three podcasts going on because I love this stuff. It's just what I do all the time. My free time and my work, I'm always thinking about yoga, Ayurveda, Vedic astrology, these origins of yoga, but also moving them forward into modern day times and applying, like, like I talked about in the last season, applying the sort of recent findings of the outer planets to Vedic astrology. And what I'm gonna be talking about now in this new third season of this podcast. First we talked about the signs, then the planets, and now the houses, or in Sanskrit, bhava. All right, so I'll talk about what the houses mean, how you can apply this to your life, and I'm gonna give you an overview in this episode of what the houses are, why you should care about this, and how this can make all the difference in understanding what the placements mean in your chart but especially what the transits mean for you right so i always talk about the transits every month what's going on uh, but that all makes much more sense when you know what houses it's affecting right so i'm going to talk about all that in today's episode and this episode is brought to you by the quiet mind guide to the planets which you haven't if you haven't downloaded that already that's a super helpful simple pdf that talks about what the planets are how they affect you and then there's a little worksheet so you can start to implement and understand this yourself so it's quietmind.yoga astrology to get that free guide and you'll want to listen to the last episode the season two finale uh, the quiet mind guide to the planets it walks you through that whole PDF worksheets. You can fill it out with me as I talk through it and you can start to integrate and remember this stuff and apply it to your life. All right, so we're going to get into what the houses are. So in Sanskrit, the word for our houses are is bhava. And the translation of bhava is more than just a house, actually. It's, it's much more than that. It's, it means being or worldly existence, but also becoming. So what you're becoming and it can even mean birth. Uh, I love how Sanskrit words have so many meanings. It's like every time I uh, give a definition of a Sanskrit word, it's like there's like 10 words I need to use to describe the one word. So it can be your being, your existence, birth, becoming, and also your origin. And where it most applies to the Vedic astrology context is like your habitual or emotional tendencies. Right? So your bhava each house is like a tendency for you right so if you remember the signs of the zodiac you already have a really really good idea of the houses they're synonymous in a lot of ways as i've mentioned in previous episodes there's a sort of alphabet or language to vedic astrology that you're learning by going through this process where it's not just guessing it's not just randomly putting things together there's a sort of language to it so when you see the first house you know that it's going to be very similar to the qualities of Aries and uh, all the aspects of Aries are going to apply to the first house and also the qualities of Mars are synonymous with that in a lot of ways and then even Scorpio because it's also ruled by Mars Mars rules Aries and Scorpio so there's going to be similar qualities going on there Right, so if we go to the second house of your chart, that's gonna be very similar to the qualities of Taurus, the second sign of the zodiac. And then the third house, like Gemini, very similar. Not exactly, but there's a lot of synonyms there. So if you understand the signs, you have a very good foundation for understanding the houses. Right, so it goes all the way from one to twelve, the first to twelfth house. And if you look at a North Indian Vedic astrology chart, the houses are always in the exact same place so every time you look at the chart. That first diamond at the top of the chart is always the first house, no matter what sign or planet is there, no matter what number you see. That's where it can be a little confusing when you're learning, because you'll see you might look at a chart, that first diamond, you might see a number five, and then going counterclockwise, six, seven, eight, and that's the the zodiac, so that five means Leo, and then the second house will be Virgo, and so on, and then Libra in the third house, right? So that number is the zodiac, not the house number. The house number never changes on any chart ever, and you can look at all the divisional charts Millions of charts, it's always the exact same. The first diamond is one, the first house, and the second uh, triangle to the left of that is the second house, and so on, going counterclockwise up to 12. And over this season of the podcast, I'm going to go in depth what each of those houses means and give you more details and show you some examples of how it might show up for you. So a way you can think of this is like the house is like the setting or the stage. Like if you ever go to a theater, like it's, uh, it could be a completely blank stage. It can be like there's a house, you know, any sort of setting that you set up there. So, for example, if you put a house there, now you're talking about the fourth bhava of Vedic astrology, the fourth house, because it's similar to cancer. So if you want to understand things about your home, your car, your automobile, any sort of containers or vessels, it uh, can be a vehicle, a motorcycle, anything like that, uh, you're going to look at the fourth house to understand that, more so than cancer itself, more so than the sign of cancer, uh, the fourth house is where you can really see that. And even more so than the moon, which rules cancer, the fourth house is where you'll see those things more in detail. So you can think of this like you're going to a uh, play and you've got this stage set up with uh, a house in the setting and then you put uh, a mother there. So what planet would that be? That's the moon. The moon represents the mother, right? So Now you've got the moon uh, in the fourth house. So now we wanna think about what sign it might be in. So if she's an angry mother and she's talking about war, what sign of the zodiac represents anger and war? That's Mars. So if somebody, if maybe you have the moon in the fourth house in Aries, Maybe your mother is somebody who tends towards anger. Maybe your mother actually was in the military. Or maybe you uh, have like a, a maternal figure. Maybe you're in the military and you're the woman who leads you, your general, is a woman. right? It could be any of these sort of general, sort. Of, I'm sort of just vaguely putting together some pieces, but you get the idea of how the, the houses set the stage and tells you what stage you're actually on could be at a beach, it could be in a skyscraper, it could be at a hotel, it could be in a, in a movie, right? So it could be, you know, any setting, you could think of the gym, uh, your bedroom, uh, whatever. So your workplace, right? So if you want to understand the houses, you think of it as like the setting, and then the planets are like the actors who come onto that setting, and then the temperament and the behavior of those planets is indicated by the zodiac and what sign it's in. Right. So this is how you get to start to understand your own expression of things and the people around you and how it all sorts of starts to play out. And it is helpful, I think, to uh, as one of my uh, astrologer uh, teachers talked about it is it's like it's a, it's a play. And all the people in your life are uh, people there to fulfill a certain role or help you fulfill a karma in your life. And especially if there's people that you feel hostility or frustration or anger or resentment towards. It's helpful to just think that, think of them as people who came to play a part for you. They're their teachers, they're they're actors playing a role for you to learn a lesson, right? If you go to a movie and you're frustrated with a character, you uh you know, you, you might not you probably don't take that outside of the movie theater. You probably don't think of that actor in that way. But even though the actor might get under your skin or, or get a, a, an emotional response from you, ultimately you go through that process and that story to to know to, to learn something to develop an awareness about something. And in our life, we're always constantly going through these stories and these these lessons and these these awarenesses that develop for us. And a really interesting thing about the houses, this is very distinct to Vedic astrology, is that in the, the Vedas, they talk about four unique goals of life. And we can actually see each of those four goals in the houses. So this is a place that you can start to understand in more detail for example, what your dharma is or your purpose in life. And I'm going to talk about this more in the end of this season because it'll make more sense when I can talk about each house. But I'll give you the overview now. And basically there's the four houses and or the four, sorry, the four goals of life as it's as talked about in the Vedas. And they are dharma, artha, kama, and moksha, right? So what do those things mean? Dharma is like your path, your duty, your destiny. And that's you can see that, you can understand that better by looking at your first, fifth, and ninth houses of your chart. First, fifth, and ninth houses of the chart, right? Again, I'll explain more about this in detail later, but you're gonna wanna remember this as we go through and talk about each of these houses. Especially next week when I talk about the first house, that's going to give you a lot of indication about your dharma, your path in life. The Arta houses talk about your resources, wealth, and abilities. These are the second, sixth, and tenth houses. The kama houses talk about your desire, pleasure, and enjoyment. We all know the kama sutra. Everybody knows those words. Well, kama is talks about your desire, your pleasure, and your enjoyment in life. That's the third, seventh, and eleventh house. The moksha houses talk about a liberation, enlightenment, and union. This is the fourth, eighth, and twelfth houses. And you better believe if you're interested in yoga and in Vedic astrology, you got a lot going on or at least some aspects to those moksha houses, the fourth, eighth, and twelfth houses. Right. So this is my really brief, quick overview of the houses, what they mean and how we can start to implement them into our lives. Right. You can see it's very practical. So if you want to maybe like something I'm working on right now is... Taking less time off or taking some time away from my work, so putting down my work, because I love my work so much. Right? That's my in my Arta houses, in my tenth house, a so career, my abilities. I love that stuff. But I've also got to take time for pleasure, otherwise I'm gonna get burned out. So I've got to look at my comma houses, look at the third, seventh, and eleventh houses and see maybe if I maybe there's some areas I can put more attention on to bring things back into balance right so and hopefully this helps you to start to think about where maybe things have gotten out of balance for you where you can start to bring things back into balance and hopefully this gets you excited for next week's episode where we're going to talk all about the first house and that's more about your path right and you definitely want to understand all the houses but the first one is real foundational understanding your path your sort of identity who you are and why you're here right? It all starts there And I'll have a free guide starting next week. But until then, right, you can check out the guide for the last season. And the Quiet Mind Guide to the Planets is over at QuietMind.Yoga/Astrology. And the next week, I'll have the Quiet Mind Guide to the Houses. So you can follow along and take notes and learn as you go. All right. Thanks for listening and see you next week.